Hey, good afternoon, everybody. It is Friday, June 17th. This is Anything Goes Podcast. Let's get it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. It is another Friday, another week gone by. I hope you all had an opportunity to go and listen to our Trash Talk Tuesday first episode. Uh, seems like a lot of people listen to it, so that's fantastic. We're going to continue to do that uh, and have fun with it. I am here once again, as you all know, with Jimmy. Yes, sir. Happy Friday, Chris. Happy Friday. All right, so... I'm a little pissed off about something. All right, get it off your chest. So we're gonna have to get this. I'm gonna have to get this off my chest right now. Why the hell is Father's Day a holiday? Why is it a holiday? Why is it a holiday? Well, why? I mean, should Mother's Day be a holiday? No, no. We celebrate Mother's Day. We don't. It's not a holiday. Let me give you an example. Okay, please. This weekend, Father's Day Sunday. For any of you who you know haven't gone out and bought Father's Day cards mm-hmm. or anything. For your father. Reminder. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But they scheduled baseball tournaments and lacrosse tournaments. Oh, yeah. For the entire weekend. Do you think for a second that they would ever, ever, anybody, any sport consider doing that over Mother's Day weekend? They cancel shit. Good question. Because of Mother's Day weekend. Oh, see, it was that was kind of rhetorical. It was like, well, we might as well not have a holiday because they don't don't care. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, I got you. And here's and here's here's prime example. My wife, love her. (laughs) Love her. Fantastic woman. Love Megs. Love her. But she said, if my son, we have reservations Mm -hmm. to go to dinner on Father's Day. Ah. Okay. She said, well, unfortunately, if Nick's baseball team is in their championship game, you're going to dinner alone. Do you think that that would happen on Mother's Day? Do you think if I said that on Mother's Day, that, hey, sorry. Yeah. Worst husband ever. You know, there's, a, you know, there's a hockey game. Right. Got to be there. Yeah. Or there, you know, there's whatever. Got to be there. How would that go over? Yeah. I mean, I understand it. Like, I mean. I, I get the dedication to your kid and, and, um, that makes sense to me, but that's the problem with having these events on those days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that you can but have my your Saturday the, tournament. My point is they know. would never schedule something like this on sure, Monday. Sure. I mean, there are, there are sporting events. I mean, there's especially professional sporting events, right. On, on mother's day. Well, that's, that's a job. Yeah. Yeah. That's a job. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Fair. I mean, they could adjust, but yeah. And it's, it gives, it gives actually a lot of people something to do. So but here's yeah. the importance of here's how important Father's Day is. So what do you think the number one celebrated holiday in, in the world is? The number one celebrated number one celebrated holiday in the world. I guess a, I, I would ignorantly say Christmas. It is Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Uh, oh man, I'm trying to think of what's worldwide. Yeah. Because you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mother's Day. I was. I didn't think I didn't think that was possible. I Mother's figured that's Day what you're pointing two. at, but no. Number eleven. Mother's Day. Guess what number eleven is? Oh, it can't be Father's Day because nope. uh, number eleven. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Arbor's Day. 
Which I don't know. 19. 19. Okay. Okay. Father's Day. <laughs> 35th? I don't know. Number 20. Okay. We are the 20th <laughs> most celebrated holiday in the world. How? I mean, how, why? Yeah, just ahead. You just, know, just behind. You know, we get into this whole equality. We get into this whole equality conversation all the time about men and women. Okay. We want to be equal. I don't understand that disparity between number two and, and number, number 20. 20. Yeah. yeah. What is up with that? Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's super. But think about it. What, do, do, do you have you historically seen like a huge outpouring, uh, you know, for Father's Day? Well, no, there's no special color you wear yeah. for the entire month of that. Know, there's no there's no bouquet of flowers on like on the island when I, yeah. you know, and not that I would necessarily want them. But, you know, there's no. I don't know, smorgasbord of meat. Right. But yeah. <laughs> I can just hear everyone saying, shut up, Chris. Yeah, You're not a victim. I mean, you know? I, I, and I'm not, I'm not playing the victim. I'm just saying we always talk about equality. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Argument. It's the, it is the, it highlights the double standard. It's like, I'm not begging for recognition. I don't, you know, it is what it is, but Hey, um, don't complain when you're, you know, <laughs> trying to say, Oh, I don't get recognition. Well, how about this? So, you know, well, and that if we want to bring it back to the political side of the house and yeah. talking about, the difference between how men and women men and women uh, differ in their suffering, if you will. I guess the the um, discrimination and and stuff that there's plenty of things that, that... yeah. Well, and I heard a, a comedian and I can't remember his name, but you know he kind of laid this out. It was kind of funny, and it kind it's kind of what got me thinking about some of this. Yeah. Other than Megan and I had that conversation about hey, you might be going to dinner by yourself, um, but he said. He said, you know, it goes God, mom, ghouls and goblins, trees, dad. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't think I've heard that. I don't, I don't think I've heard that. But yeah, no, it's it's fair. Dad's kind of get thrown to the wayside. Nobody, you know. I'm probably getting, I don't know if I should say this. I might get myself in trouble for this, but <laughs> most men, like real men, don't necessarily need that recognition. No, I'm just bringing not. it up as a you know, because we always talk about the double standard and because we're, you know, we always hear about how, you know, women are so oppressed and all that. You're the number two celebrated being on this planet. As you should be. I'll, 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 put that uh, I'll let you say that. But <laughs> I have you're the, to. You're I have the, to. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the number two celebrated being on this planet behind God. <laughs> so, yeah. So there you go. There's your there's your equality. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway, yeah, well, rant over on that, but I just, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Hey, I'm going to take a, a moment to thank all the fathers for <laughs> all the hard work you do out there and the and how you do it without recognition. So, yeah, thanks. Well thanks. done. And drink a beer on Sunday. Enjoy your day, even if you have to go to dinner alone. <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's be maybe that's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe in some cases. Yes. Uh, all right. So the second thing that I wanted to talk about was. Uh, this this raises an interesting uh i don't know if it's really a question but it certainly raises uh thought provoking i think because it really depends on how you look at uh how you look at things i like that so alabama state i don't know if it's college or university 
Uh, they were playing in, I believe, whatever. I think they're Div 2, maybe. Okay. Uh, but they were playing in the uh, national champ, Div 2 National Championship, whatever whatever it is, the equivalent for the uh, NCAA. Volleyball. So one of the players, uh, a call is made on the court. Okay. Oh, can I guess that it was racist? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Um, but... Uh, the referee made a call okay and uh it was in alabama state's favor that the call was made okay one of the players from alabama state uh went to the referee and told them that they erred in their call okay which resulted in them switching the call in favor of the other team and alabama state ended up losing Sorry, who admitted to the call? Uh, Alabama? The, an Alabama State player right. went to the referee and said, you made the wrong call. Right. And so the referee like, reversed it gotcha. to the other team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then As, the other team ended up in, winning. In fair, you know, true sportsmanship fashion. Ethics. Yeah, ethical, ethicals. Right? Moral. All right? Having said that, they ended up losing their NCAA championship. Wow. This girl has been paraded on all the national networks now as like this ethical, and she got a scholarship. She got scholarship money and other money as a result of, she got like an ethics scholarship and a couple other things to yeah. pay for school. The rest of her team lost yes. an NCAA championship. Sure, sure. Yeah. So where would you come down on that? No, I can see where that is questionable because. Yeah, yeah, that's immediately what I thought of is like, sure, she's being favored, but everyone else loses out on that chance for that. And it, it is very strange because that comes up in pro sports. I mean, they, yeah. they it's like if you don't get caught cheating, then did you actually cheat? Um, I mean, that happens. You know, they try to take any advantage they can. And in a lot of cases, I'm like, hey, if 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 the ump didn't see this call, you know, that's on them. Well, and again, it, that to me is not cheating. That's a that's a call made by an uninterested third party. Like, it's not like they did something to cheat. Yeah. You know, this is a call that the referee made based on his, uh, objective viewing. Of yeah. The, like, like he called it in and it would have been the right. Yeah. Point. And I don't she know said what no call, was out. I don't and... know. I don't remember what the call was. <clears throat> um, but you know, she took it upon herself morally, ethically to go and, Tell them that they aired. Right. Well, just as in professional sports, if an umpire makes a bad call, referee makes a bad call, and you and a team loses the game, I still never blame that because the the referee can't win or lose a game. Right. It, that one play isn't the only reason you right. lost. It's that game. very seldom. There's so, very yeah. seldom cases in sports where one play determine the even, even if it seems like that because yeah. it was the final play or it was a pivotal play right. it's still there's a lot more that went into right. it so in this case you know now, my, i can say that like doug flutie's uh you know his miracle throw uh the last play of the game where he throws a 50 yard bomb into the end zone and there's you know 10 other people standing in the end zone and his guy comes down with it yeah that to me that's a miraculous play it's a miraculous right? and that play determine the outcome of the game well, granted, there was no call, but we did have an NFL call with what Green Bay and the Seahawks the, a couple yeah. years ago. I think the Saints, maybe, or I don't know. I know the Saints 
because they, they had a it could be it could it was a pass States. interference call yeah it was like um, pretty blatant sherman was the was the yeah i think was that, the I think, cornerback yeah i think um, that was the saints um it could have been the saints um but that was a referee call or non-call that determined the outcome of that game sure but you but you know but it's rare but it is rare but it's again i think that that felt like it determined the game because had the team played better and been up by more or whatever the case may be yeah. that wouldn't have been it shouldn't have come it's down possible, to that. but i don't i can't go back and say that they had opportunities you know successful well, you, opportunities, you or, more opportunities or penalties that drew them back or you know there's a million different ways we could go with that exactly but, but that that's my so in my instinct in this case i'm never going to blame a player for making a good sound ethical decision and an and honorable decision to say this is the case i i because if somebody says hey look i wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing that i I cheat. I felt I would feel like I cheated. Yeah. And that would not. And I just couldn't say I, I couldn't blame somebody for that. Yeah. But to take it a step further, do you see it as a slap in the face that now she's accepting all these other things that have come with that at the behest of her team? I don't think so. I I, I don't think so. I think she is. She probably could advocate that everybody deserves this. Everybody in my team played ethically. And, and we all we all did that. I'm. But that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. But but still, I don't think that makes it undeserved. I think she deserves the accolades that she's getting. I think getting. she deserves recognition for yeah. it. I I agree. Having said that, because I don't, I don't know. It as doesn't though, sound like she did that to receive the recognition, and that's no, kind of the point. No, and I'm sure she didn't. Uh, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure that stand being. You know, if, if I was gonna <clears throat> have to stand in front of that team again. I think she's a sophomore to have to stand in front of that team again. Uh, you know, now that you're this kind of superstar, because she's apparently because of this now has, you know, been afforded the opportunity to start like an organization and, you know, there's uh, financial funding for her school um, and, and other things that her team isn't getting. Do you think that they, she would receive the recognition had they, lost i'm sorry had they won well they would have they would have they would have received the recognition of being you know yeah, the best volleyball different. team in the whatever division of the ncaa they are right i mean what what other recognition are you looking for as a as a college athlete that's the pinnacle right but of recognition. you're saying she's getting scholarships and things yep. like that maybe she wouldn't have maybe she wouldn't be offered that because right sure yeah so no, I, I don't have a problem with it. I, I don't have a problem with it the way it went down because that was not, you know, she didn't intentionally slight anybody. Right. Um, I think she is deserving of that respect because it, it then it encourages others to show the same uh, sportsmanship. And I, and I support that. And it's, I don't think, even though they did lose and maybe that was a, a big factor in it, uh, that was, they had other opportunities, I'm sure, to Probably, win that. To yeah. win that game so yeah and i don't and and i don't want i know i'm coming off as like i have a problem with it i don't yeah yeah i get it um i just it brings up that that and i guess that's probably been a question you know for since sports began maybe is that you know is it ethics over winning what's more important to you is it more important that you win and you be the person uh to lead the pack or is it more important that you do the right thing? 
So that's always a question. And, you know, we can roll right into it because I know, I know that you want to roll into it, but that ties right into, I went and saw Maverick today. Yes, sir. <laughs> Woo! Went and saw Maverick and, you know, they got a uh, hangman is the, uh, the, the guy who wants to be in in the front and the he's, guy who wants to the lead old the ice man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he's the guy who wants to do that. And I mean, it, it's kind of the same conversation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, is just because, you know, he's good, good at his job. He's good at what he does. He's very good. But does that always mean him? He's very good. <laughs> <laughs> but does that, does that mean that he's always the guy that needs to be picked to do the job? Right. So, um, and I don't want to spoil the movie, but uh, but I thought that you would enjoy Absolutely. the fact that I, you know, because I've been like hesitant to go see it. And my son kind of forced me to go see it today, uh, which I'm glad I did. Yes, uh, I'm glad I did. It was a it was a good movie. It's an experience for uh, the theater, for sure. You definitely have to see it. Highly in the recommend. Highly recommend. Um, if you have not gone and seen Top Gun Maverick, I highly recommend it. Uh, but you got to do it in the theater. Don't wait for it to come out yeah. uh, to see it at home because you're just not going to get the same. And and if you can and you're not super familiar with the first one, watch the first one because the parallels that are drawn and just <laughs> yeah. it, it really enhances the the experience and the, the appreciation of the of the newest movies. So. Yeah, and there, there's a lot of subtle, yeah, uh, subtle and not so subtle, but yes, yeah, there so. are some subtle ones that you really you have to be paying attention to pick up on, yeah. which I liked. A lot of I, great nods. I, too, I liked yeah. that. I liked how they did that. Um, it was interesting that they had. Uh, uh, and I don't, maybe it's not every single time, but at least today when I saw, when they had Tom Cruise come out before the movie yeah. and, and, you know, he's sitting there and he, he talks and gives a little talk before, uh, the movie starts. And, uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah, definitely go see it. Uh, I recommend it. Uh, even if you weren't Megan, a, uh, original Top Gun fan, uh, I think that, uh, I think that they've modernized it enough um and and it's not it's probably not what a lot of people think because it, it's certainly not 100 percent what i thought okay it was gonna be well yeah if you don't like it i just i just can't be your friend that's fine <laughs> that's fine <laughs> we won't get along yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah so all right we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we'll continue the conversation hey welcome back ladies and gentlemen notice i did not say folks um so now we're going to get into our run of the mill ever never ending conversations about our good friends on Capitol Hill and their fake 100% fake uh disdain for the second amendment. I thought we were going to talk about how great and wonderful everything is going. <laughs> well, well, I mean if we listen to yeah. Joe and we listen to uh, Ec economy is booming. Yeah, you know? I mean, uh, and which, by the way, he gave Kamala Harris a new job this week. Did he? Yes. You know, she's been so successful on the border. Yeah. She was so successful uh, when she went over to Europe to convince them that, you know, we knew what we were talking about. Um, she's been so successful at every other job he's given her. And I think there's a list of about eight things yeah. that she's been made like the head of or in charge of. Um, and they've all been raging successes. Absolutely. Um, so now, now she is in charge of LGBTQ uh, hate on the internet. Super. Yeah. So I'm sure that, you know, Kamala is just going to be all of it, which by the way, where the hell is she again? 
she's in the basement, I guess. I don't know on her laptop. I, I don't know what she's with doing. The internet. I know. Stuff. I know she got a huge endorsement this week to run for president in uh, 2024. She? Tucker Carlson. Oh, said uh, Kamala, please. We want you to run. Please. Yes, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I just thought that that was that was great. Another another job that uh, she's been put in charge of that we will never hear anything about because she does absolutely nothing. So, uh, yeah, you know, the border has been a success, like we said, um, and she was in charge of that. Um, you know, so great. Yeah. Good job. Well done, Kamala. And, uh, yeah, I second Tucker Carlson's nomination. Crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> you're just killing Everything's it. good. Everything's good. And you're stupid for thinking otherwise. Yeah. You know, we're, we're changing people's lives, Chris. <laughs> And gas, and I don't want to hear the lies. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, but who believes the the thing that kills me is there's people that believe that shit. I don't know how they believe it because you cannot tell me after last week if you have a four hundred one k. Yeah, no, you cannot tell me that you believe Chris what this guy's saying. He told me that I've had I'm I have more savings than I ever had. (laughs) That's what he told me. So I'm good, right? You must be. You must be. I'm not even going to look at my savings yeah, why? account. Why bother? I'm not even going to look at my TFP. Matter of fact, I'm yeah. just going to turn my account over to him. Yeah. And let him. It's good. Just let him run it's it. It's good. Because it's it's so good. I'm just going to trust him and yeah, assume it's, <laughs> yeah, it's booming. Yeah. Uh, okay. So another one of our listeners, awesome guy, GD. GD. <laughs> uh, sent, sent us a message today. And. It's it's probably something that I knew, but I I don't think I made the connection. So we always talk about words and how you know words are important, and you know defining words are important, def- defining things are important for context. Uh, so GD said, I've noticed since the since the little gun speech that they had here last week that uh, some of his lefty friends. Um, have now changed from assault rifle. They're now using the term assault weapon. So why does the switch? And I got I got thinking about that after he after he said that to me. And I'm like, yeah, you know that that is true. It is now. If you go, I went on and looked at a bunch of different places and everything. The mainstream media is now using the term assault weapon. Yeah, it's very strange not that it's a concerted rifle. effort. Yeah, yeah, and it you know I guess it, it didn't take that long. I guess really for it to dawn on me why. Because they refuse to define what an assault weapon is, right? Before, if it's the assault rifle, that's very limited, right? You're limiting it to that specific thing. But if you say assault weapon, and then you refuse to dis- define what a, an assault weapon is, that's an open door. Yeah. I mean, they can they can lock me up just for that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, you're, you're a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... But but that's the point, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and then and and understand people. This is where it's going. This is this is the intent. I mean, the, and they're they're not even shy about saying it anymore. I mean, you got people, you got members of Congress right now that are openly saying, "We're taking your shit." <laughs> Asinine, um, yeah, and it, but yeah, it's, it goes all the way to the top. The idiot in chief is explaining how what the second amendment says without any actual understanding of what the second amendment says or was intended i'm not sure they've 
I'm not sure he's actually even ever I mean, read how, it. How is that even possible? To to I understand if you can if you're quoting it and you're kind of trying to make it fit or right shift a little bit and say no I think there's some more intent here but he's just completely misquoting it and completely throwing out false false information well and it, it's not even just that it's I have a guy who's telling me that a six year old or a five year old can determine what gender they are yeah. Yeah. but has a hard time believing that an 18 year old who can vote, who can, you know, join the military, who can have a job, who in the court system is treated as an adult if they commit a crime, but they're not, they're not old enough and smart enough to, you know, possess a firearm. But a five-year-old can tell me that they're non-binary or they're the opposite gender from what they were born and all that. So I'm not sure I put much stock yeah. In, no, in and any that, of the arguments that they make. No, and that's the point. And it's all a distraction anyway. It's a point they're attacking something that's not even the issue. Right. And what's what I find interesting is how we continue to say, well, we need to do something. We need to do something. Yeah. What we're doing is not working. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe what the bull crap that we've been doing this whole time with all these additional restrictions and this and that, maybe that's what's not working. Yeah. Right. Maybe we need to focus more on hardening our our schools and focusing more on the mental health aspect. Absolutely. I mean, that that's has nothing to do with guns. But that's that's how you know that their that their argument is a false. There's a word for it. It's a uh, something fallacy. I can't I can't remember. I can't remember the word that's used before, but it's a fat. Their argument is a fallacy intentionally. They have, they don't care about the problem. Yeah. Because if they did, they would really be working for a solution that actually sure. pertains to the problem. They legitimately want to get rid of our ability, our right to own a firearm. Yeah. And That's the 100% goal. Until until they need it. You know, until well, no, we... they'll have it. That's yeah. the difference. They will still have it. They don't want us to have it. Well, right. And that, I think that's highlighted in the justin trudeau situation mm -hmm. um and i'm surprised nobody has really called him on it because he and he's and since they obviously canada doesn't have the same constitution, constitutional right. protections that we have they right. don't have a constitution so his justification to his people is saying look we don't have a second amendment we we you don't have a right to protect yourself with a firearm right and and why is nobody saying immediately back well, then that means you don't have a right to be protected by a firearm, do right. you? Right. Ben, how many people are surrounding you at this very moment protecting you with a firearm? Let's see what happens when they go away. What yeah. happens? Yeah. So, again, it, it, this is it's just another step towards their goal, which now they're not, like I said, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. This is their goal. Yeah. This is what they want. The David Hogg. They tell you exactly what they want to do. Yeah. The, and I'm sure David Hogg. You know, I'm sure he has security. I'm sure he has armed security. We had uh what's the girl, the member of the squad from Florida? I can't remember her. I don't from Florida. Yeah, the, oh, I don't remember, I don't remember. the black female. I, I can't ever remember her damn name. She's so insignificant. But um, you know, she spent seventy or eighty thousand dollars last year on personal security. 
You're not talking about the Georgia one, are you? Um, no, Stacey no, 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 no. Oh, this okay. girl's in Congress. She's a member of the squad. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I can't remember. I can never. I, she's like the one I can never remember her name because she's so insigni- insignificant. Yeah. Like she just shows up. Like when the other three, uh, Talib, Omar, and oh, yeah. AOC. She's the one. That's she's the, the yeah, you know yeah, she's yeah. the token. She's the token uh, minority uh, black female in the squad because you know they got to have they have a. A uh, Muslim, two Muslims, uh, AOC who's Hispanic, and then this girl. I like I said, I can't remember her name, um, but she spent like eighty grand on personal security last year. So that's okay for her, but God forbid, you know, you be able to protect yourself in your house. Are we talking about Ayanna Presley? Yes. So she's in Massachusetts. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. So, well, yeah. I thought she was Florida, but there's, yeah, there's definitely another, her. There is. So I, I have to look this up. And then there's Corey Bush. I, um, I don't count Corey Bush. Corey Bush is even less significant. Yeah. They're all insignificant. They're, they're <laughs> a joke. That's for sure. Um, and yeah. And here's the thing. And you know, the only redeemable thing about this past week was what happened in Texas. Redeemable? Yes. The only oh, redeemable oh, oh. thing that happened this past week that gives me hope that where we're moving to in November is going to change this entire dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and what happened there with, uh, what was her name? Maya? Maya Flores. Ma- uh, yeah, I have to get her name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, winning that district. So she won... Uh, the con- congressional district that has been held by a Democrat since the 1800s. It's the first time a Republican has taken that seat since somewhere in the 1800s. And then we've heard all this talk from Beto Max. Uh, Myra, Myra, Flores. Myra Flores. Yeah. Um, we've heard all this talk from Beto Max and <laughs> Stacey Abrams about how, uh, and even Schumer. Uh, and I, I don't know if Pelosi said, I'm sure she believes it. How, uh, Texas is going to turn blue and you know how the push is on to, <laughs> I would be willing to bet Joe Biden single-handedly ensured that that was it, well, yeah. Happen, yeah. Um, I would be willing to bet based on what happened uh, this past week in their, in their primaries and that special election mm-hmm. um, that other than Sheila Jackson Lee and maybe some people around the Houston area and maybe up in the Austin, Austin area. Yeah. Um, sure. There is not going to be one blue county yeah, county yeah. in that state. It's just not going to happen. This was a if this was any indication of how, where we're going, where we're headed in November. Mm. I conservatively, conservatively put the GOP taking the House uh, and winning sixty seats. Yeah, it may be over. Well, that makes sense, and but Texas is even though recently they've been they have been becoming more purple if you will um but they're traditionally the conservative state that um but i'm not so sure that they have been moving closer to purple because there's no there's no evidence of that in any of their in any of their elected officials i i don't i i I think that's the narrative that the media has tried to portray to try to convince people that well i mean but I haven't seen any evidence that 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 shifted in 20 years. Well, I would like to see the total the voting numbers because they the Democrats may not have been winning elections down there, mm-hmm. but I think that they've been coming the the 
elections have been closer. Maybe. And that that's, may be. That's what, I, that's what I think I've seen watching the polls and watching the results because, you know. But like, any hope of that has been. Right. But so that's my point is even though Texas has traditionally been conservative, so it's not a super big surprise. I'm really interested to see some of these blue states yeah. and see what kind of change there will be there and how many more um, counties specifically yeah. might, will shift. Because a lot of them are. are a lot of these states, they're only dominated by their by the big, big cities, cities. Yeah, sure. That's that the that win them centers. the states. So yeah. so many states can easily flip if if just those couple counties or those big cities sure. flip. Yeah, so, and it's the suburbs. I mean, like let's Pennsylvania. Look at, or, Pennsylvania is yeah. going to be a huge yeah. because you got uh, Doctor Oz, who's going up against the lieutenant governor, who's a Democrat mm -hmm. for governor. So that rate, and, and oh, by the way, I mean, there's a lot of problems with the, and I don't know the lieutenant governor's name, but uh, there's a lot of problems with him because he just had a stroke. So, you know, not only, uh, you know, if, if Dr. Oz's uh, favorability numbers start to rise, are people going to show up to vote for this guy? Because they don't even know what his viability is right. at this point. And he's not backing out. He's still going to run. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting. And I don't think that that'll be a topic that Dr. Oz will bring up because he is a, uh, a yeah. doctor and yeah, a surgeon. Sure. So he's not going to harp on somebody's medical conditions yeah. or, um, or viability, which he probably shouldn't. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure anybody should. I mean, I, I, I guess we, we certainly had that conversation before Joe Biden was elected and, oh, <laughs> Look what happened. We it's true. We assume that it would speak for itself, essentially. And, and it has. Yeah. And it has. Um, and, and so, um, yeah, that'll be an interesting race. Uh, another interesting race to watch, and I don't know their names off the top of my head, but Vermont. Hmm. There is a, uh, and I, I can't remember if it was the governor or the senator uh, from Vermont uh, seat that's up, but that's an interesting one to watch because the Republican who's running up there um, has pretty good favorability. Hmm. And if that switches, if you get, if you get a seat in Vermont to switch, uh, <laughs> that's house and Senate. <laughs> I mean, feasibly um, there's a, there's another uh, Senator in Michigan, I believe who's, who's uh, she's, I think she's the most, uh, the one that they said is the most uh, vulnerable to lose. Um, so that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see because, you know, you get House. I mean, if you get the House, he's a lame duck president, yeah. which yeah. is fine. And I don't think that there's any question at this point that that's going to happen. I've seen nothing unless something so significant happens between now and November. Uh, I, that's just not going to happen. Having said that, the 10... Republicans in the Senate who have agreed to uh, work on verbiage and framework of any kind of gun legislation. There's something that people need to know about every single one of them. One, some of them are not running for re-election. Right. The rest of them are not up for re-election. So all 10 that have come out and said that they are willing to sit down and have this conversation and work out some sort of legislation for gun restrictions are not on the hook uh, after this year. So that's an interesting. So pay attention, folks, because, yeah. the, you know, now, does that mean that they're going to 
ultimately be able to agree on, you know, what the Democrats want in there and what they're willing to accept. I don't know. The point is, none of them are going to suffer any consequences for how they vote for whatever comes out as the actual legislation on this. So something to pay attention to. Yeah, that's fair. That's a problem. And they'll definitely be hurting their party moving forward. Well, but most of them don't care. Right. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. It, they sh- that's that's a problem. But yeah, no, I'd, I, I'm actually interested. I, and I think California sooner or later is headed for something. It's either going to be a, a complete, it's either going to be a flip where everybody's finally had enough, like this is completely failing, or they're going to break off in some sort of fashion. <laughs> but I mean, unfortunately, I think people are mainly just fleeing yes so well yeah so the population has decreased right um which which could ultimately affect them congressionally yeah because they're going to lose districts um as their population if their population continues to shrink um there'll be less representatives so that and i don't know what that does to the electoral college does that decrease their amount of uh electoral college it should it should yeah. i would think yeah. yeah so i mean there's certainly interesting thing about california and what we need to pay attention to um it, it is changing mm-hmm. because you just had the recall of the uh san francisco san francisco district attorney out there who's a hardcore yeah. liberal um the school board in san francisco or, they all yeah. just got voted out yeah um so you know even the the hardcore liberal bastion of san francisco are not too happy right now with what their elected officials are doing. I mean, obviously, you know, you know that they had the Gavin Newsom attempt uh, at recalling him, which was unsuccessful. Um, but there's also, I think, the Los Angeles DA, who I think they, I think when I saw yesterday, they have uh, 547,000 of the 650,000 signatures that they need to recall him. Well, and I mean, maybe i'm just ignorant to what's going on in the past but them going after all these da's is very telling that that people are absolutely fed up with the look at the crime the crime increase absolutely that's what i'm saying it's it's outrageous and it's and it's obviously not just in those cities yeah and it well everywhere it's not uh but it's it's dominating in those cities it's everywhere you know the defund the police yep has gone on well in portland oregon yeah perfect example they they basically decriminalized all drugs there and that doesn't mean that they passed a law saying that it means that the police have been told that if it's a drug crime you're not gonna respond to it and you're not gonna arrest people and all that well they uh huge catastrophe yeah what's happened in portland yeah uh because they their crime they're the worst crime Highest overdoses, crime, overdose, uh, looting. I mean, yeah, absolutely worst yeah. of the worst of every possible thing you could have happen by doing that shit. Yeah, and and they're they're a great case study in failed liberalism. <laughs> I mean, they they are the case study because they went full bore. Be my guest. Yep, stay all the way across that side. Of the yep, yeah, no, I don't have and, a problem with it. Keep that shit over there. Yeah, but it again, I I, I remember when when. Bernie was potentially going to be a candidate. And I was really hoping that that would be the case because I thought that was a great opportunity for us to really hash out that argument. Like, because he's pushing for socialism. Of course. We need, you know, we need to just go ahead and hit that head on and just 
hash this out because that's it's outrageous. And but if you guys want to test that out, if you want to stand up your chop neighborhoods or whatever those <laughs> yeah, things go were, for it. you know, go right ahead. No police and yep. see what happens. Well, and that's the other thing too is they can't hire police. Nobody wants the job. Yeah. Like they they've they have Why screwed it. They have yeah. screwed it so bad there that Well, and and the things, you know, in Baltimore where they they just attack the police and go after them. Well, then they're going to stop policing. Yeah. Like, you know what? Yep. We're not, we'll, we'll get there when we get there, you know, whatever. And, you know, but that's people that clearly have not realized that the way to the solution for crime is more policing. Right. And, and, and well, these, and that was always the argument that killed me was like, well, you know, minorities get arrested more because there's a higher police presence in their area. Well, yeah, that's because that's where the crime is. Yeah. I mean, does it make sense to send the police to the suburbs where there's minimal crime? Well, not to mention most of those police are minorities themselves. Well, yeah, well, but that always gets overlooked because yeah. it only matters when a it only matters when a white cop shoots a yeah. minority. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Tell me I, I'll give you an example. We had a shooting. Speaking of shootings, we had a shooting here locally uh, last week. Lo oh, okay. uh, Smithsburg. Okay. Uh, three people were killed at a, uh, a factory right. up there. Um, haven't heard shit about it in the national news. No. You know why? Stopped by a... Uh... Now, oh. the guy who did it is a minority. Oh, oh, of course. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that stuff is... I mean, it's just... It's also not unique. It happens all the time. Right. But, but it yeah, only it gets publicized when, it when it's a white... Yeah. If, it's a, if that was a white 23-year-old kid who went in there and started shooting the place up, it would have been all over the national news, all over it. Not, not a white kid who did it. It's a 23 year old kid who worked in Maryland from West Virginia, uh, killed three people at work, jumped in his car, took off, got into a gunfight with police, shot one of the police officers. Oh, he, that's right. Yeah. He was shot. Um, he survived. Um, and actually his, I think his first court appearance was yesterday. Um, but ultimately stopped by a good guy with a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But you'll never hear it. You, I haven't heard one word out of, outside of our local media. Haven't heard one word about it on national news. And it's because 100% because the guy who perpetrated it is a minority. For sure. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we've had a good week. Um, I have a super busy weekend. I don't know about you guys. Um, and no, it doesn't have to do with Father's Day because more than 20th ranked holiday. Um, and, <laughs> but, uh, I hope you all have a great holiday. It's supposed to be really, really hot folks said folks. Um, uh, so, uh, make sure you're drinking your water, hydrating and, uh, doing all those good things. If you're going to be outside hats, umbrellas, stay <laughs> under stuff, do your thing. We don't need anyone dropping. So have a great week and we will talk to you on Tuesday.